0: Welcome to Rex Factor.
1: This week, Edward the Elder.
0: With your host, Graham Duke and Ali Hood. Hello. Welcome to another Rex Factor. Yes? Change of um, format, though. A little bit of a change of format. We're going to uh, have a little less uh, in-depth biography, a little more chat about all the different bits. So we'll do each of the bits of judgment, because that's what we do. We review all the kings and queens. Just as much Rex,
1: a little bit more factor. A
0: little bit more of the factor, yeah. 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 Okay. Although, having said that, our subject for the day, which is Edward the Elder, is perhaps not the best person to start with, because he has a slightly less... uh, Sounds ideal. Well, in some ways, yes. Ideally, he's not well suited to our new <laughs> format. He's, right. a, he's got less uh, arrows to his bow, Yeah, you could say. Okay. Do you have your cards of him? I should have asked. Okay. I do have my cards, yeah. Just give bit. us a, yeah, an artist's description of exactly what he looks like. I'll
1: just check the Rex Factor shelf. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> um, these aren't in order like yours are, because we're starting with Richard the First here, to Elizabeth the yes. First.
0: Um, but you, carry on. I'll Actually, just find do you want to get out the. I'll, I'll look through that okay. and you give us, because we had some comments very nicely from yeah, our first have some podcasts, very nice comments. as we are now live, and, yeah, live listenable. and
1: running. So today we are the 24th of August, <laughs> yeah. um, uh, where are the comments, backgroundy Who's... stuff, or well, let's have from Gerard, there we go, Gerard on Alfred the Great, we have excellent, good scandal, looking forward to the next one, which is rather unfair. 'Cause there was no scandal for poor um Well but we, p- we, potential.
0: We so. made a good effort of trying to create some scandal. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was a good job on the scandal. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So cheers, Gerard. Thank you.
1: Yeah. And we have a lovely long comment from Laura, um, who pointed out a few holes in our um yeah. in our general backgroundy stuff. But yeah, it was it was very that that first one backgroundy. Laura is
0: actually um professional historian as that she works in the uh historical environment records, so she is actually knows what she's talking about which is very unusual for us on this podcast of course and um i think i said something along the lines of that after stonehenge about 2000 years nothing happens which i think is sort of her uh her key period of interest so she points out that there was a uh a sort of a king of stonehenge as well it was apparently some chap who's buried who maybe was some Potentially sort of king area, which is obviously interesting of us, given that we're focusing on kings and he might have been the first known kingly figure many, many thousands of years ago, but they don't know that much about him. And uh, apparently the roundhouses were uh, after Stonehenge, apparently in Neolithic period they actually lived in rectangular houses, so thanks for that, Laura. Uh, she also enjoyed the feminist discussion, which was apparently very perceptive of us, as you'd expect, and uh, she also quite liked the history of the myth of King Arthur. So apparently it's all very good and all very interesting. So uh, yeah, thanks for that. Yeah,
1: I think like to, that's good. That's good.
0: Yeah. Obviously the hundreds
1: of ones berating us we've left out. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um yeah. So, um more factor in that uh we're going to go at each king and queen in a more uh structured way, looking at each individual theme. So what were the okay. themes again?
0: The themes were baffling Yeah. scandal uh, subjectivity: Whether you want to be subject to that king, longevity: How long they ruled for, and children: How many children they had, and finally, do they have that certain lovely. indefinable something? Yeah. So uh, thank oh. you, for, thank you for the comments. But so, let's let's move on to Edward.
1: I'm looking at the card, Graham, and he. Well, he looks a bit like a pilot because he's got some funny goggles on, but I'd, I'd say it's probably his, his helmet on his head.
0: I think that's probably a fair assumption. Yeah,
1: and uh, but he's. Covered in blood, he looks awesome. He's going to score well on this. <laughs> we got 899 to 924, so we're not yep. quite at 1066. We're not quite the heated brain for. Oh, well, to get the ones I know. Years. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so. No, 150 years. 150, yeah. You'd be surprised, I've done some research. This Have you? Program, yes. Have you? In that I asked my brain, do I know a little builder? And it said no. But. From the title, I'm guessing I know lots of Edwards. I know mm. the first and the other ones, and the Confessor.
0: Well, this he is the start in the phenomenon that is Edwards who aren't Edward the uh-huh. First, which is kind of a negative starting block for you, really, <laughs> not being Edward the First. Yeah, yeah, and for them, really. Well, <laughs> yeah. um, he's called Edward the Elder to differentiate him from Edward the Martyr, who is a king later in the 10th century. So it was the 10th century so edition. he wasn't called that at the time? He wasn't at the time <laughs> called Edward the Elder. Right, okay. Just called Edward, which is a bit more plain. So he was Edward the First, in fact, to him. Well, he should have been Edward the First, but he was never dubbed Edward the First. Oh. And I don't know why it went all they this didn't time. They
1: there was going to be another Edward. Well, I suppose so. <laughs> Confusing. Poor Indeed.
0: chap. So he's born about um, 874 to 87, well, not between 874 and 877, not actually three he's years. It's our birth. first fact, the world's longest <laughs> the world's longest birth, yeah. And he's the, the oldest son of Alfred the Great, which is obviously quite a... Uh,
1: I did not know that. Quite a
0: thing to follow through. Yeah. Well, you might have presumed, given that Alfred was the previous, <laughs> yeah. previous <laughs> king.
1: Yeah, there's a theme here you're working too So, so he, he's funny. born
0: early on into uh, Alfred's reign. Uh, we don't know a lot about him when he was in Alfred's time, but uh, he was educated at court. And there's a suggestion that when he came to be a man and take up the sword, that he was actually gaining in independence and, indeed, popularity. How old is he then, do you uh, Well, he's then sort of about 20 or so, mm. early 20s. So he has a successful role fighting the Danes in 893 at the Battle of Farham, um, which it's the letter that maybe he was actually leading right. the Saxons, so he's already quite a pretty good war leader yeah. at this stage. In big. 898, he witnesses a charter as Rex, a king, yeah. but Alfred dies in 899. So I think he was made, I think this is right, something like a sub-king in Kent. Oh, right. Which apparently isn't uncommon that the son is crowned. that work experience. Indeed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For the okay. king. So it's not uncommon, I think, that the son gets a bit of work experience towards the yeah. end of his dad's And yeah. um, But it has been suggested that maybe he was starting to challenge Alfred's dominance a little bit
1: uh, is this another scam did he kill Alfred <laughs> well yes Alfred, he thought Alfred was up to no good because he heard last week's race factory he thought I'll, <laughs> yeah. give him a, I'll give him a bit of his own medicine
0: Alfred at the young age of 50 or whatever he was Saxon yeah. Saxons Toad. yeah it's not clear but maybe he was you know he was starting to build up his own presence his own, uh, his own standing mm-hmm. um, but his succession wasn't particularly easy Mm. Because if we recall, Alfred wasn't actually necessarily next in line when he became no, a king. No, I remember that, yeah. Æthelred I, his older brother, yeah. did have a son, but it was a baby. Yeah. Which wasn't an issue when Alfred was alive, but now that Alfred's dead, this chap, Eisfold. Baby. Yeah. is uh, Well, he's 30 now. Oh. And he's this chap's
1: only
0: 20. Uh, yeah, 20-odd. So Eisfold's thinking, well, I think I might have a bit of that. Understandable. Take my crown back. Yeah. So, uh, he claims the throne. I Eiffel sort of claims the throne. Meanwhile, Edward is sort of crowned by the Weta, which is the council that decides on these things. And he's crowned at Kingston-upon-Thames, which is their common crowning place for many a king for the next oh, few years. Really? Indeed. Of course, this is before we have uh, the old... Oh, Christmas I'm thinking about. of Hull. Hull? Yes, yeah. you are thinking of Hull. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so there's a big dispute over who's actually going to be king. So Eithfold, uh takes the Danes with him. He gets their support, goes off, okay. comes back through Essex. Mm. And uh, he has quite a few early successes. And he's actually accepted in, I think, Northumbria and East Anglia. They think, yeah, he'll be our king. Okay. So that's a bit of a tricky outlook for old, for old Edward.
1: Yeah, not good.
0: However, it all comes to a bit of a head at the Battle of the Holm, mm. which is in Essex, apparently, in 902. And uh, Æthold gets killed. So that's it. Oh, brilliant. That's it for Edward. Edward Edward takes over and he's crowned. And he's proper king. Um, As you said, mainly, as you could tell from that picture, what he does is he fights a lot. A lot of battliness. Brilliant. A lot of fighting.
1: Okay, so we're on battliness.
0: Well... We're sort of on biography, but basically his biography is battliness. Okay. So he's a lot of trouble with the Vikings and the Danes, particularly in the north. Um, but he has a lot of successes there. So in 909, he captures the relics of St. Oswald. Mm-hmm. Why? Um, just to take them back, say, these are ours now. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm not really sure why, actually. It's <laughs> a good point. No one ever stops to ask <laughs> no, why.
1: Guys, what are we doing? What are we doing? We're getting bones now,
0: there, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> you remember why we're fighting this war. Yeah, you exactly. remember Oswald was uh, formerly king, one of the ones who was killed off by Pender.
1: Yeah, remember Pender? <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, yes. unfortunate name. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay, poor chap. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, um, so they do that, that's successful. In 910, there's a very conclusive victory at the Battle of Tettenhall, which really establishes um, the Wessex dominance again. Because although Alfred had sort of set it up quite well, it wasn't exactly secure, mm. so Edward's having to fight a lot of fronts mm. to sort of hatch it mm-hmm. down. That okay. dominance. And he continues the Burr policy, which is Alfred's thing, where you set up these little sort of fortified market towns which trade and then are yeah, good defensive. Crazy, Except rather than using them for defence, Edward uses them as a sort of the springboard to actually increase his territory. So they're an attacking strategy for Edward rather oh. than defensive. Okay. So he's always on the aggressive. He's not really defending as much. Although there are some rebellions, but he's, he's taking it to everybody else. That's
1: pretty good. So that's... that's I mean, is that good... In in, in in scoring for battliness
0: I think so I'd say so because he does it successfully so you know he extends the Wessex dominance so they've got East Anglia Essex after 918 they get Mercia so by the end Norse, Scots and Welsh Kings pretty much acknowledging him as okay. being a kind of ruler
1: he's the boss sounds pretty good why don't I know this chap?
0: Well, nice. indeed, we'll sort of come to that. But yeah, as I say, he's very important. So uh, Michael Wood, who's a historian I've quoted yeah. before, said that his military deeds changed the whole shape of southern Britain, conquering permanently the populations of the Midlands and eastern England, English and Danish. Okay. So he pretty much establishes a solid England that's right. under his dominion. Yeah. So that by the time he dies in 924, which again, he's leading his army against the Welsh Mercian Rebellion, so he's always up fighting. Yeah. He's pretty much got that sown. Uh, He's got that locked down. So down, yeah. OK. But... What? Yes,
1: sorry. Go for so,
0: but as you say, the question is, why don't you know about him? Mm. Mm.
1: Is that just lack of education? <laughs> Should I know about him? Certainly there's the lack
0: of education. I'm sure more research would have helped you. Certainly <laughs> I did loads.
1: I told you. <laughs>
0: That's true. That's true. Um, but I think the reason is that he's overshadowed by quite a lot of people. So Alfred the Great went before him. Athelstan, who will come to next week, who yeah. is arguably even more greater,
1: yeah.
0: uh, is very impressive. And most galling of all, really, he's kind of overshadowed by his sister.
1: Oh, we're entering feminism territory again. We are entering feminism, feminism, feminism. territory,
0: because uh, his, sister, his older sister, um, Ethelfed, who is the oldest child of Alfred, yeah. is actually quite a character in her own right. So uh, she's born sort of 869, 8, So that's actually just before Alfred becomes king, and she's actually a war leader as well. And pretty much every success that Edward has for much of his reign is with Ethelfled.
1: Cool. Yeah. So she's like a uh, less known bodicea, Boudicca. Boudicca. Boudicca.
0: Indeed. So like, it starts early on. So 890, she's getting married to the guy who's the, sort of the king of Mercia. Yeah. Which is a political alliance between Wessex and Mercia to thank them for helping out. Yeah, and the Danes don't like this because they think this is a bit of a powerful marriage going on. Yeah, so they send this whole troop to intercept the wedding party before it gets there and kill her, so it never takes place. And they kill off the first few people in their troop quite successfully, but they then regroup. She takes up a sword, leads them back. And They kill the Danes. Unlikely. She goes off and gets married. Because apparently, Saxon women, certainly noble Saxon women, were taught how to fight and they were expected to defend themselves if they got attacked. Cool. And uh, apparently, all three adults were permitted to carry the sex, which, of course, that wonderful sword you see on the Essex County Council flag. And yes, she's married to another person called Ethelred, but he's not one of these people. Well, it's the same name.
1: Really? Yeah, pretty much. Oh dear. So okay. she's
0: married to the King of Mercia. Let's just call him that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but he's ill quite a lot, and so he's often debilitated. So she pretty much is ruling it to a certain extent. She's signing off charters. She's military strategist. She's leading people into war.
1: And then for Mercia.
0: For Mercia, but alongside Edward, so they are in league together.
1: But he's King of Mercia as well. But it's like he's a... sort of overlord of it. Oh, yeah, he hasn't yeah, claimed
0: yeah. it as such, yeah. but he's got dominance. But yeah. in nine eleven, her husband actually dies. So usually at this point, the son. wife would get sent off to a nun The son would yeah. take over. But no, she takes over, so she becomes Lady of the Mercians. Oh. So okay. she is in effect a queen, which is very rare
1: yeah.
0: among Saxon yeah. societies. And then she, can, she builds lots of birds. She fights particularly the Welsh and the North Danes. So Edward focuses on the south and the southeast, whereas she does the west yeah. and the north. And she actually has a lot of victories herself. So she's there at 909, where they get the bones back for reasons that we can't really fathom. We yes, have bones! We have
1: them. <laughs> she's
0: there at Teton Hall in 910, and she takes Derby by force. Leicester and Northumbria don't even put up much of a fight. York and Tamworth come on later. Yeah. So she's actually there. She's at York? Yeah. The centre of
1: Vikings? Yeah,
0: the Vikings actually submit her and ask her for protection against... Some other people.
1: Christ,
0: what a woman. So, Indeed, she's quite a woman. Someone on the internet, I was reading this rather strange chap who had this website something about girls and guns, girls with guns. <laughs> apparently it's not a fetish. He right. <laughs> certainly is not a fetish.
1: He made that clear, did
0: he? He made that very clear. And apparently his wife agrees, which is surprising <laughs> in many ways. Yeah. But he suggested that she might have been an inspiration for a character in Lord of the Rings called Aema, who is Lady of Rohan. Which, a Gotham Sea will mean nothing to you, no. not being a Tolkien chap. But uh Tolkien family was influenced by the Anglo-Saxons, so it, it's possible that some of this stuff is actually okay. what you see in Lord of the Rings, but cool. yeah, quite no. mm.
1: Is Who's that played by?
0: Oh, don't test me. Ah. <laughs> Kate Blanchett? No, it's not a famous actress.
1: Oh, okay, right. Um. All right, sorry, sorry. So yeah, so yeah. she's really
0: powerful. She dies in nine eighteen. Yeah. At which point her daughter actually inherits it. That's Althwin. But uh, Edward isn't having any of this, so he goes off, says, "Right, I think I'll take mercy now. You can yeah. go off to a nunnery, and I'll yeah. just be king of the whole lot." So um, that's the end of the female line. But uh, yeah, so very powerful, and as such, um, if you do remember this period, then you probably don't get as excited about Edward.
1: No, because you've got more. 'Cause you've had that with Alfred. Whereas this mm. this um Edwina girl, what's
0: her name? Ethelfled.
1: Ethelfled. Much um yeah.
0: And the other thing news. what um Edward doesn't have, he doesn't have an asser, who's uh, who's the chap that writes the biography of Oh, about history. Indeed, he he doesn't really patronise literature in the way that Alfred does. Yeah. So the Victorian's medieval scholars weren't very excited about him. And looking for us now, we're more interested in the sort of feminist oh, icon, okay. so he doesn't really have a lot. Well, in that, that case, distinguishes I'm,
1: I'm gonna be his asser, and I reckon he <laughs> Bet you are. He, he did some <laughs> well, he did some serious fighting, didn't he? He won all those battles in the east, you're saying, yeah,
0: and and then he obviously does ultimately take over Mercia, so he takes yeah. up a whole lot.
1: And if he's overlord of the west. You could say that's just that's good politics. I mean, there's still battles fought mm. in his name because we're going to get to kings who didn't actually fight and queens. So, I'm I'm going pretty high. I mean, if the picture alone, which we'll put up on the website if we can, yes. um, uh, shows him as pretty mean. I mean, he's got a beard and everything. He he's clear. in full. He's he's in battle. He's, he's got a sword and yeah, a shield. Yeah, burns there's gloves on the shield, Amazing. and he's charging. Check that for copyright, but that's yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that would be an issue. Um, brilliant.
0: So yeah, shall so we it. shall we move on to the well, reviewing well,
1: then? Yeah, yeah. So we'll
0: do each uh, section a bit more. Yeah, a bit more detail. Battleness. This is where he's strongest.
1: Yeah, I'm going strong.
0: Yeah. So we've got you know, we've got him having the win. He wins the bones of St Oswald for some reason. Yeah. Victory at nine oh two, Battle of the Holm, where he wins the succession, which is quite a hard thing for him to have to do. Yeah. Uh, big battle at Tettenhall, where again he defeats the Danes and lots of Saxony people. Lots more burrs extending his influence. He's got his sister. Got his sister, works well with her, then takes over from her after she dies. Mm. Good battle. Any possible losses? Well, interestingly, the Battle of the Holm, where he... Um, Ethelvold no hang on <laughs> <laughs> Ethelvold dies actually apparently the Danes pretty much won the battle so it was kind of like if it was a foot, if it was a football match it would have been a draw but the Danes get at the away goals
1: yeah or a win on aggregate yeah then.
0: so effectively the Danes win the battle but because Ethelvold dies which one's he? he's the pretender to the throne yes. so he's the one that's fighting for the succession yeah, yeah. so because he dies and Edward doesn't. In effect, that means that Edward won. won. Yeah, he wins the war, but he actually loses the battle. Ooh.
1: So it's not as, as gray, successful. That's yeah. grey area, isn't
0: it? So it depends how you judge that.
1: Yeah, I mean, really, then his reign—you could say starts from um, his pretender chap's death. You could. You so could from that, that, that point, he's successful. Yeah, and that's the only,
0: that was the only. That the only really tricky one. Otherwise, it's all pretty successful I and mean, he extends the territory hugely. and keeps it and it doesn't shrink and it is. doesn't shrink and it grows and as we say he uses the birds as an aggressive tactic rather than defensive and he's got the bones and he's got the bones which obviously are helpful for yeah, something I mean, but um. Ethel Fled is always there his sister I think that's good I it's good, that's good but thing. you know how much do we think is this him as a brilliant leader or is it the woman who gets forgotten if he died earlier and she'd taken over the whole lot
1: We'd be, about her. we'd
0: be talking about her, and we'd be raving about her. But, mm. but didn't didn't know. Yeah, that's and he's a, uh, a black mark against her name is the fact <laughs> that she died.
1: Yeah, so bad luck. Yeah, uh, I reckon. I reckon that's good. I think he knew if he did, even if he did want to take over Wessex, he picked his battles. Mm. So all the battles he picked, he won, and. You went you know, so didn't inter, interrupt interrupt his sister's good progress. So.
0: Yeah.
1: Hi. What did we score, Alfred, on bashiness?
0: Oh, oh, that's a good question. We scored him eleven. So. Out of twenty. Yeah.
1: I used to, got to be better than that because um, Alfred had losses, actual losses. He did have actual losses, yeah. big setbacks. Yeah, and he sat around in the puddle for a while.
0: <laughs> he did, although he came out triumphant. Yeah, he did. Of that puddle. Yeah. Um. What are you going to give him then?
1: Out of twenty.
0: Well, you're giving out of ten, and then I'll give them out. Of 10. Oh yes,
1: no, yeah, I'm familiar with these scores now. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think who. I mean, that's that's pretty phenomenal. Who's gonna who's gonna best that?
0: Well, um, Athelstan has a pretty good military record. Who's the next king? Um, William obviously conquers England. Richard the lots of fighting. This Henry the Fifth conquering France. So we have some successful kings yeah. as well. But he is. He is a Good. successful military leader. That's what he does. Well, okay.
1: So we go down five point five each. So I reckon we are, I'm looking at at least six or seven. Mm. I'm, I'm going to go seven. I've I've been championing him, tapping on in him <laughs> this um this podcast. So I'm, I'm going um big big star seven.
0: Ooh. I am going to give him. I think I'm going to be a little bit in the middle. I'm going to give him six and a half. Six and a half. Yeah, because I think he's he's very good,
1: but that's the the grey area. Oh, he does very like well,
0: but there's that grey area that Ethel rolls, isn't okay. there? Not Ethel, Ethel, fled. Okay, it's this all clear. <laughs> this is very <like>, <laughs> everyone begins with F. Yeah, for some reason.
1: Al- so that's Alfred. Yeah, so that's should the, Alfred be pronounced like that? Alf- well, I'm not
0: really sure what you meant to do with the A and the E, and you know, I did get told what it's called, and I've forgotten now. Apologies, Alex, if you're listening. Uh, you told me. Yeah, but no, Alfred. So maybe this is. Maybe it's just Ethel, Fred. I don't know if it's short, if Ethel comes from that. Probably not. Why did
1: we give up on that? Give up on... The... that up vowels.
0: Uh, cos... ...Normans and that. Normans, yeah. Rid really of that. that. Old English stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, so that gives us a... Thirteen and a half for battling us and warfare. Okay. Good. Which is a... Decent...
1: Decent score. Decent score. I mean, it seems quite low, really, when you consider what he did.
0: I suppose it does. Yeah. But at the same time, well,
1: there's no notable battles. No, no schoolchild is going to go. Ah, the Battle of Hamundum or whatever. No, Hall was Tetenhall the main hall thing. It. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to say it, something vaguely old English.
0: The thing is, he doesn't do anything that's exceptionally more than what Alfred had. Or he was building what Alfred had done. Yeah, and he doesn't yeah. go to the same extent that Athelstan does. So he just carries on. He's very good. He's a very good Saxon war leader, really. Okay, I'm, textbook. I'm, I'm happy with that. That's good. Thirteen point five. What for that? Is it? Yes. Thirteen and, and a half. Good score. Okay,
1: good score. Well done.
0: Well done.
1: Scandal. Can you give me any juicy scandal, please, Graham? It's tricky. We can make one up, Oh, did he, he killed Alfred. <laughs>
0: he killed Alfred the Great. <laughs> good. That was pretty bad. Um, it's It's tricky, really, trying to find something that's really properly scandalous. I mean...
1: You're the editor of The Sun here, make something up. Find a pun and make fact around it.
0: Well, I mean, we could sort of say a scandal the fact that um, his sister leaves the kingdom of Mercia to her daughter and he just turns up, shoves her out, puts her in an nunnery, takes over himself. But it's not in the Richard Third killing her uh, off way, it's just a fairly. It's what you'd expect it's from just a good Saxon yeah. yeah. king, really. He's not, not sure well, scandal
1: have you Is he not got any major character flaws? You well,
0: about? the only one we've really got, which a big thing for Alfred and for Athelstan, actually, is the church. They're a very religious men. Yeah, well, he I'm went not, after
1: those bones, didn't he?
0: Indeed. Well, he went after the bones, but um, he does a bit of reorganizing the church. But he actually receives the reprimand from the Pope for neglecting his religious duties.
1: That I mean, that sounds good. I mean, that sounds every like <laughs> sound fun. I mean, it's not. not uh, it's not an excommunication. No. Um... I reckon that's they got used to being, them being very, very good and he forgot something. That, I think that's Didn't fine. send him
0: a Christmas card.
1: Yeah.
0: The only other thing I've got down there is that his first wife, uh, Ek Gwyn, mm-hmm. was um, it's, he, the legitimacy of the marriage is questioned. So it suggested that she might actually have just been a concubine.
1: Well, that's rather better.
0: Rather than a, a wife. So that's, it's not that's much clear. And it wasn't clear at the time. To what extent she was a proper mm. wife, and Athelstan is actually child of that marriage.
1: Oh, so it does. There's a bit of stigma
0: that gets associated with Athelstan as okay. a result. but that's all we've got for scandal. He doesn't Slowly. really do much other than killing and something else, which we will come to later. But it's not really scandalous.
1: What did uh, what did we give Alfred?
0: Well, Alfred was also pretty bad at that. We gave him four in total.
1: I've got. To, I mean, it's got to be the same, if not less.
0: I actually think less because there's nothing there at all, really. No, yeah, he that? made
1: a lot of the Alfred stuff up, like he killed his daughter. Or his it's father. <laughs> um, uh, one, yeah, one, one,
0: yeah. I think I have to be one as well.
1: This this is gonna this is awful, isn't it? We're basically saying for a, for a king to score the best, he has to be uh, a committed rapist, <laughs> <laughs> not um, just uh, an amateur. But... No, no. I mean, you know, uh, bloodthirsty. Yeah. Um yeah, and, and promiscuous, which presumably goes hand in hand with rapists. Um Well and live a long time, yeah, which would help them both.
0: Well, I mean, we're judging them on different things, aren't we? So the Rex factor isn't just um the accumulation. We do accumulate the total, yeah. but that's not just if no, they score over at certain yeah. points, it's more of a holistic Okay. Do they have a certain something? Yeah. So I don't think a a raping and pillaging king will automatically no. get the Rax Factor they've got to have something else
1: they wouldn't automatically but they might have that sort of <laughs> that something in history you go oh <laughs> like bad King John though he wouldn't have it in my eyes but that's given forward a couple of centuries but um, it's interesting
0: that particularly when you think about the Vikings there's um, on Horrible Histories which mm, is a great oh, fun lovely. CBBC comedy with history books and books original written of course they um, they did this spoof thing about um, Vikings and come and Pillage and plunder and etc. Mm. They don't say rape because rape isn't funny. And while well, I wouldn't disagree <laughs> with that as a concept, <laughs> I'll say quickly. It's interesting that murder and plunder can be funny, but rape can't be funny. It's almost like that is worse than yeah. murder in some way. Yeah. Or maybe there's no funny side to it. I don't know, it's just an interesting thought. It's it's probably in nice. Send us in your comments. Yeah, Which is worse, murder or rape? <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so not great for scandal, No Old Edward, but how about subjectivity? Old Edward, I like that. Old Edward, yeah.
1: right. right, subjectivity, yes. Subjectivity.
0: Again, problem is, he doesn't really do anything. In the way that Alfred was really concerned about his citizens having, his subjects rather, mm. title, mm. having access to information and good books and good learning and being more spiritual, so that England be favoured by God, Edward doesn't seem to bother. As we know, the Pope says he doesn't... Uh, yeah. Fulfill all of his religious duties. Mm. He doesn't really do much with it. He doesn't patronize anyone in terms of literature, which is why he maybe doesn't get the best press because no one's writing for Other him. Other than his niece. Other than his <laughs> niece. Off, off to the nunnery, there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, so, so he yeah. doesn't. Again, he doesn't really do anything at all. I mean, it doesn't get worse than it was under Alfred. But had no invasions. No invasion. Well, I mean, there's lots. This is the thing. There's a lot of fighting, a lot of skirmishes, and he's having to go around the whole country. Mm, fighting out people, fires. so he's putting out fires a lot. So I'm not sure; it's not terrible. There are worse times in terms of what will come later, but there's nothing that he does that really makes anything yeah, any you, better. For <clears>
1: I mean, I think to score beyond five, you're going to have to be really active and, as you say, promoting subjectivity. But keeping it as it is, you're definitely in the bottom five. Mm. You've got to. So you could potentially score five there, but then there were still a lot of skirmishes.
0: Uh, three. One. Yeah i think seen Theo as well Because he just He doesn't do anything It's harsh in a way Because we're judging it on Well this is the point of the show We're judging it on Some of the more modern sensibilities yeah. But even yeah. at the time Actually I mean Alfred was revered Because of the Stuff he did And that I think we said The reason he was great Wasn't because of all the battles It was because of all the other things mm. That you put mm. together Whereas Edward is just Your archetypal Saxon warrior king He fights battles increases kingdom that's what he does
1: yeah I don't think we can go above five and it was pretty pretty standard I think so th- three I think three as well above halfway in the lower half we'll that so six does that make sense I don't know <laughs> there's my C grade GCSE maths yeah out <laughs> above half and the lower half <laughs> above a quarter that's what I meant yeah creepers creepers keep right. it coming <laughs>
0: yeah. so that's six for subjectivity
1: okay yeah that's yeah that's good Longevity. Longevity. That's We've, factual.
0: Yeah, that's factual, so we can't debate that. And he was king for 25 years.
1: That's a big 2-5 he scores.
0: Which is pretty good, actually, for that era. That's quite a long time. And
1: since he became king at age 27 years,
0: Yeah, that's Isn't at 25-ish true? when he actually becomes king.
1: That's not so bad. It's
0: pretty good. It's and it's, yeah. So, because you think we... Because he's spending pretty much all of his time fighting people, mm. he does quite well not to get killed at any point. He does in that yeah. <laughs> in that process.
1: Or do, yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: So I'm twenty-five.
1: 25. I'm
0: <laughs> I'll score him <laughs> twenty-five.
1: Indeed. Dynasty, not the program. Okay.
0: You can see I'm lighting up a little bit here because <laughs> we finally we have something to get our teeth into. All oh, right. It's it inter- an. <laughs> well, you're <laughs> horrid. Oh <laughs> uh, dear. Yeah. It's a tricky one to judge because, I'm basing this all, there's a book I've got which has got all the kings and queens and it gives you, conveniently, how many children they have. Yeah. But what I'm not sure is, are we saying how many children they ever have or how many children survive them? Because, for example, our, often our, our marker, Henry the Eighth? he has three children that survive him, but he doesn't have other children that die before him. Ooh,
1: interesting. So who,
0: how many are we counting?
1: I think we cho- we've chosen this... Um this factor, yeah, um, for, for a very important reason in that it's about carrying on his line. Mm. So, I think it for that reason has to be those that survive him,
0: mm.
1: otherwise, you know, they could you could have 30 and he'll die, and the, the line doesn't carry on, yeah, just um, no use to anyone, no use to anyone, yeah. A little thing of the school fees wasted,
0: no. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, so So um, It's trickier for the old Saxons Because we're not always clear Because the records aren't particularly good For when people are born And when they die Or all this sort of thing So the number will probably be a bit less Than the one I'm about to give you Okay But nevertheless It gives you a good Is it indicator okay? Of what he's up to Eighteen Crikey Eighteen children From three marriages
1: Cri- Those poor women yeah. Did they die like he had three he had two wives before the one that outlasted because they died from popping out so many sparrows.
0: I don't know if that's what they died from. I mean obviously they did keep putting them out I'm for sure, a certain though. amount of time, yeah. But d- But I think actually one of them well, the first one we said wasn't maybe a legal marriage. Yeah. I think one of them might he might even have divorced probably possibly. But I'm he was sure. monogamous,
1: so they weren't all at once and he just kept having kids. No, no, yeah, he didn't just okay. have right, yeah, eighteen yeah. children. Yeah. In a okay. night. Yeah, wow.
0: So, how many of them survived? I'm not quite sure. It was probably less, but it might have been about 12 or something. Is
1: there 12?
0: Well, we could say 12. Yeah. I can look it up. But, yeah, so that's very impressive. And in terms of dynasty, Athelstan, whose oldest son, succeeds him as king. Mm. And Athelstan doesn't have any children, mm. so Edmund and Eadred, who are also his sons, also become king. So three of his sons become king. His
1: grandchildren, yeah, which is a dilution of him. That's brilliant.
0: Mm. I like that. And his daughters all marry... Kings all over Europe and quite interesting characters, judging by their names. There's a Citric Keitch, that's pronunciation all wrong, of Dublin, who was also known as the Squinty. Otto uh, the First. That sounds
1: like a 70s TV um, police drama. <laughs>
0: squinty? The Squinty. Right, he always gets his man. Right. Which man was it? Otto <laughs> uh, the First, Holy Roman Emperor. Oh, yeah, interesting. Powerful old chap. And Charles the Simple.
1: Oh, what a lovely girl. Or straightforward. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's that's good, because it also shows that Britain wasn't this neglected backwater at the time that it was. In no, it's it a, big player, yeah, it was a in big player in the
0: European scene. And also a daughter who became a saint, St. Edebert of Winchester. Mm-hmm. not sure which she's the saint of. But oh, right, okay. So anyway, so he has a lot of children. Let's go 12. Who do pretty well for themselves. Yeah. That's a good record.
1: 12, and then we can next show we if we... Um, find out. We can always change yeah. it. We'll get some of the scores up and sort it all out. Um, so yes, yeah, twelve on the children,
0: which I think is going to be tough to beat. Actually, that's a very high number. It's
1: going to be tough to beat. He scored poorly in the other.
0: He did score other. poorly in the other. So, oh, yeah,
1: so that's not. I mean, it's not ideal for him.
0: No. So if we add them up, we've got thirteen and a half, fifteen and a half. Uh, Don't ask me. Eighteen and <laughs> a half. <laughs> the lower half of the bottom half, I'd say. half the five and a half, I think, is his total. Okay. His outfit was half. sixty-five. No, quite well, that's a bit really nothing. Jordan. So his score isn't as big as everybody else. However, we must now come to our last and final section. Does he have that certain something, that indefinable quality of greatness and elevation above all other kings? Does he have the Rex factor?
1: Think I think, I think <laughs> everyone can agree he's a sound chap but um doesn't didn't quite have it. I mean he clearly um was busy doing other things.
0: Whether and it be fighting or Yeah, yeah his wife. Exactly. Um He fights and then he has sex afterwards. Yeah. That's basically and what that's, he does. I mean
1: that's what you imagine the king of that era doing. Just eating, fighting and sleeping. <laughs> yes. Um but but it doesn't... It doesn't... A Rex factor, does that not make... That does not make...
0: No, it doesn't inspire. No. And I don't feel particularly drawn to him, to be honest. No. He doesn't interest me in the way that Alfred did, and the way that no. Afghanistan, I think, will. He didn't
1: have myths made up about him. There's
0: No cakes. He doesn't no burn cakes. any cakes. No. doesn't meet any saints in no. the middle of the woods.
1: He's, I think what he was thinking about this. that's why That's why he went after the bones. He was thinking after oh, that. Doing everything right, it's just... Something. I need something. need a yeah. bit of an edge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A bit of juice. Yeah, but it didn't, didn't translate these thousand years later. It just doesn't quite translate.
0: I do wonder what, why did he get those bones. I hadn't thought, I really hadn't thought about that Well, should we let them know it? next time? Well, I don't think we will. I don't, <laughs> I don't think, don't think know anyone knows. <laughs> anybody knows, but it was important no. at the time. Yeah. And that was his legacy, and unfortunately for him, it hasn't paid off.
1: No, it didn't quite pay off. I think he just popped out for a paper and got into trouble. And yeah, Holy bones, holy relics. That's what I was after. Yeah. Uh right, so And Paul, he was I overshadowed
0: guess. by his father, his son, and his sister. Yeah. Bad luck. Bad luck. But no rax factor for Edward the Elder.
1: So there we are. That's, Thanks for listening. Um, Edward sorted out. Thanks for listening. Yeah,
0: yeah. cheers. Uh, um, tune in next time for Athelstan.
1: Athelstan. And uh so how many how many Kings have we got to go until we get to ones that I'll recognise. Like, you know, we're, talking,
0: are six. we're talking William the, William the I, yeah, are we? Yeah. We have got to go through a number of kings. I'm not going to count them, actually. It's a number. Is there? It's a good number. Okay. But it's not too many. There are a few who come along, Saxon ones, who, after Athelstan, it's a bit of a struggle in terms yeah. of the long ruler. There aren't I've many long rulers. ones, Harold, there are
1: yeah. two, and we've only got 100 years left.
0: Yeah, so there's there's less stability after the next one. So maybe we'll get through those a bit quicker.
1: Okay, maybe we can squidge them up. Yeah, so a bit can... of squidging. Yeah, okay. We're
0: anyway, right. join us next time. Cheerio. we go. Goodbye. Bye.